Welcome to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Shocker. My guests today are Diana Figueroa and Ron Austin. They're both from the Carlos G. Figueroa Foundation, which addresses the issue of homelessness here in Tucson. Today, we'll be talking about their organization as well as the second annual Homeless Backpack Challenge, uh, which is an event they started last year. Welcome. Diana Figueroa and Ron Austin, tell us why advocacy for the homeless is so important for you and why you created your foundation. I can say that since I was a child, I don't know what it is, but since I was a child, my mother has said that I've always, always been drawn to the homeless. Um, This was before my father even became homeless. I was always caught sneaking clothes in the house or food and taking them down the street to the man that lived under the tree behind the desert. And um, I I don't know what it is. It was just always a, it's always been a passion of mine um, to feed or to help those in need. I don't, I don't like to say the needy, but to help those in need and to feed the hungry and, and clothe the poor. And, but then it hit home. It hit, it hit really, really hard when it happened to my father. And I think we never think that it's actually going to happen to one of our own. And although I always knew in my heart that his lifestyle would lead to his demise, it was something that I was not fully prepared for, but I knew that somewhere down deep inside, I was going to have to prepare myself for the worst because I could see him going down that path and I knew he was not going to get himself out of it. Um, so in 2003, uh, it was the last year of his life and he was living on the streets. He was bouncing around from shelter to shelter and I didn't really know that, but I would, I would get phone calls from him because he would check in and he had lived with me for a little while, but then he would leave and come back and leave and come back and he would stop drinking and then he'd fall off the wagon and then he would continue his drinking and then he'd work day labor and to support his habit and just a cycle. And I would get phone calls from what I didn't know back then when different shelters and different day programs, but he always called to check in. And on uh, Friday, March, um, no, it was actually February 28th, he had called to say that he was okay. And on March 2nd was when he, when the detective called to say that he, they had him in the hospital and um, he was, uh, they had to identify him through his fingerprints because he had been beaten so badly. So my brother and I get to the hospital and he was beaten to a bloody pulp. And, um, so he was on life support for, um, so I took him off and he died on March 4th and while he was on his deathbed, that's when I made the promise to him that I was going to do any, everything that I could in his memory to help those without a voice and to help our disenfranchised and help, you know, he, he was a veteran. And I think what upset me the most was that it said in the newspaper, you know, the fourth homicide of the year. 
it was March, and it was the fourth homicide of the year, and this man was left for dead behind an automotive store. That's how my advocacy started. It's like we need to speak up for people. We need to be there. We need to um, be a voice and um, really look at what the root of the homeless issues at hand here in Tucson. You know, people need help and um, substance abuse issues and housing issues and um, mental illness. People are so afraid to say the word mental illness. People are so afraid to say the word addictions. People are so afraid to say the word homelessness. And what can we do to support people? And what can we do to help bring these um, issues to the forefront and talk about them and, and end these stigmas that surround these words? And um, And that's what started my passion. That's what started my advocacy. I'm Ron Austin, Vice President of the Carlos D. Figueroa Foundation. The reason I started working uh, toward a better life for the homeless in Tucson is because I'm formerly homeless myself. In addition to being homeless, I was in double jeopardy because I was, I was already a crack addict. And I was an active crack addict when I was homeless. But I've been clean now for 20 years and uh, housed for 20 years. But while I was homeless, I came into contact with so many, many tragic situations, life, life situations that it is really difficult, uh, for the average man and woman in the street to understand or even believe for that matter. I mean, you know, you, you have, uh, the average, uh, mainstream Tucson, uh, thinks that mostly, uh, homeless people are shiftless, alcoholics, drug addicts, uh, and uh, they don't want to work. Uh, but that's not true. I ran into many, many homeless people that want to get back into the mainstream, okay? Um, and But it's made difficult by the fact that uh, uh, Main Street treats them with apathy. Uh, yes, there are agencies around town, a number of agencies around town that provide services to the homeless. But... Uh, a homeless person finds it difficult to uh, advance themselves when uh, the the man and woman in the street uh, ignores or ignores them. Okay, do not recognize their humanity. So um, I decided that uh, I want to give back uh, to uh, to the people that I lived with during the time of my homelessness, and so I decided to become a videographer. And uh, I I shoot videos of homeless people uh, telling their stories and uh, under the name of the Carlos G. Figueroa Foundation in order for mainstream people to understand, to, to, to feel and to empathize with uh, homeless people knowing that they are just like them, have the same desires and the same wants, and they are no different from anybody else that they come in contact with in the public. You're listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. My guests today are Diana Figueroa and Ron Austin from the Carlos G. Figueroa Foundation. So the two of you each had your own very powerful story with homelessness and uh, very personal stories and you got together uh, to make a difference and form this foundation, the Carlos G. Figueroa Foundation. Yes, we did. And, and um, throughout the years, we've just come up with various ideas of what we could do to help. And 
our community. Last year, we got together and came up with this idea. We had attended a homeless forum, and I was sitting there in the audience, and I was listening to a woman by the name of Melissa Hagar speak, and she had very, very great ideas of things that she has done in the community. And um, one of them was um, a shoe drive that she does every year. And I was just, my wheels were just turning. And I was so inspired by listening to her speak. And, and she has a group called the, the Tribe. And they collected all of these shoes and um, donated them. So after the homeless forum, I was driving home. And during that time, um, there was this challenge that was happening on Facebook called the ALS Challenge. And people were challenging each other on Facebook to dump a bucket of water on each other's head for this cause. And for the life of me, I couldn't understand what that was all about. That didn't make sense to me. But then I thought, well, if people are doing it, why can't we do something like that? So it seemed very simple and, well, people were enjoying it and people were doing it. So I thought, well, why can't we do something like that and make it fun and creative? And so I was driving home and I literally put on Facebook, hey, guys, I have an idea, but I don't know how it's going to pan out. And I'm thinking of doing a backpack challenge for a homeless community. And my idea is you get a backpack and you fill it up with a few items. And the items were socks, a beanie, like a knitted hat, um, gloves, lotion, a $5 gift card from a fast food place or a convenience store, a lip balm, um, some snacks, a water bottle, and you get the backpack and you collect it and then we go pass them out. And I was thinking, well, heck, I'm going to shoot for a hundred backpacks and then we're going to go pass them out in the park or something. And I had no idea that I guess Melissa had done this before or other agencies had done this before. I had no clue that people had done this before. I was just thinking, I'm going to do this and this is my idea and we're going to run with this. So other people said, I'll support you. I'll support you. Sure. Let's do this. Let's do this. So I thought, great. So one of my friends said, I'll create a flyer for you. Okay. So my friend put together a flyer and I said, heck yeah, that looks great. So we ran with it and people were on board. And then I said, okay, well, this is the idea. We share it. And then you have to tag two friends and you have to tag two friends. And then that person tags two friends and you challenge two friends. So just like this ice bucket water thing, you tag two friends and you tag two friends and you tag two friends and you share and you share and you share and you share. Well, before we knew it, we had this snowball effect. And in 48 hours, this thing had spread from Tucson to I mean, it went to eight different states, seven or eight different states, two different countries in 48 hours. It spread like wildfire. People were just so excited about it because when you talk about wanting to help, people people are strapped these days. I mean, they're economically challenged and, and, and it's hard to say, here's $20, here's $30 to donate because they don't know where their money's going to. They they don't want to just give their money away because they don't know where what it's going to go to. You know, if it's just going to be thrown away. And 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 I get that. That it's hard to just give money away. But 
when you say, okay, when you designate that money and say, okay, this is how you can help, and you tell people these are the exact items that you need to purchase, you need to buy a backpack and you need to put these five, six items in there and you need to tell your friends to do the same thing and you're responsible for only tagging two people in it and only challenging, you know, uh, two friends to do the same thing and sharing it, then all of a sudden people, it's a, it's a doable thing. People can actually um, grasp that idea and concept and actually do it. It doesn't seem so big and so much of a burden. They can actually go to the store buy the things from the dollar store or whatever store they choose and do it. And they can make it fun. They can include their families. They can include their friends, their children. The kids were having such a great time with this. So that's what we did. And again, you know, my, my kids were laughing at me. They thought I had lost it. They said, okay, you're going to get a hundred backpacks. I said, you watch me. We're going to get a hundred backpacks. And not only did we get a hundred backpacks, guys, we got 600 backpacks and we passed out, um, the day that we had our event, we ended up feeding 400 people and we had 600 backpacks. We passed them out. I think I have remnants still from last year, which I have about 20 left over in my car because throughout the year I've passed them out to homeless people that I've seen on the streets and I just passed them out throughout the year, um, but it just, it took off. So last year at the end of the event, all of a sudden, and, and we were spent, we were so tired. And somebody said to me, Diana, so we're going to have a second annual backpack challenge, right? And I said, huh, yeah, I don't think so. This was, this was a lot of work. And they said, oh no, you started something huge and now you're going to have to have one every single year. So here we are with our second annual Pima County um, Homeless Backpack Challenge, and um, it will be on December 5th. We are collecting all backpacks by November 28th. We have various drop-off spots. If you go to our Facebook page, which is the Carlos G. Figueroa Foundation page, and we also have a... Um, event that we have made on there, the 2015 Homeless Backpack Challenge event page. You can find all the information. We have flyers on there. We have all the drop-off points on there. Um, you can find the information that you need. You, it even has a cool little, I don't know what it's called, the scanner. You can QR code. That's, that's too much for me, guys. That's a lot of technology for me, but you can scan it. And it pulls up all the drop-off points for you. So you can Google map it, and it takes you right to it. How awesome is that? Interactive map. Did you hear that? There's an interactive map on there. See? So I, I don't know about all that stuff. Ron, Ron's the brains of this operation here. So um, we also have um, somebody else that's partnering up. I mean, we have a lot of people who are donating. We have people who are sending things from Florida we have backpacks, backpacks that have been sent from LA. We have somebody, a friend of ours by the name of Denise that's knitting, uh, crocheting hats in New Jersey. We have people that are sending things from, I think, Vegas and Colorado and you name it. People are sending it. So, I mean, if we can, people are sending it from other places in the United States. Why can't we do it here in Tucson, guys? This is our community and people from other communities are supporting us from all over the United States. So we can do it, guys. Come on. Yes. Uh, uh, as 
Deanna mentioned we had uh, the first annual Backpack Challenge last year, and we partnered with uh, Central City Assembly, uh, Pastor Dave Ferrari, uh, Melissa Hager of the tribe, and uh, we created a Facebook event, and we had no idea that, uh, as she mentioned, that it was going to mushroom to the levels that it did. Um, we we had a great time. Uh, the people that we served, though the day was a bit miserable, I think it was raining or drizzling or something of that sort, and uh, though the weather did not cooperate as we wished it would, uh, people had a great time. People ate food, nice hot meal. Uh, they they got their backpacks. But in addition to that, uh, besides the backpacks, we had boxes full of clothes and shoes and socks. Even the sock man, we we had, we had, there's this gentleman called the sock man, and he travels around. And he gives home socks to homeless people. And he uh, made an appearance and gave out socks. We had uh, Santa Claus to to make the kids happy. Uh, we had musicians singing uh, Christmas music, and there was a great deal of of enjoyment all around. You're listening to Thirty Minutes on ninety one point three KXCI Tucson. Our guests today are Diana Figueroa and Ron Austin, both from the Carlos G. Figueroa Foundation. And they are gearing up for uh, the culmination, the celebration of the second annual Homeless Backpack Challenge. They're going to be having an event where they distribute everything that's collected on Saturday, December 5th from noon to 4 at Armory Park Senior Center. As Amanda mentioned, we will be having our second annual Backpack Challenge for the Homeless on December 5th from 12 to 4. Armory Park. We do have the park as well as the center reserved for us. We will be serving a meal to our homeless community, which includes men, women, and children. We will be handing out backpacks as well. Along with that, we will have a wellness clinic as well as other collaborators that will be providing services. If you follow our Carlos G. Figueroa Foundation Facebook page, you can follow us for upcoming events as well as the um, other collaborators that will be there with us. We post them as we get confirmation from them. We would like to say thank you to Perfect Teeth for donating 400 toothbrushes to our event. Uh, many of you have been asking, and um, we have just been receiving numerous, numerous messages um phone calls, emails from so many of you in the community asking what can we do to help. And we just want to say thank you to all of you for the outpour. Um and, and we just I mean we can't thank you enough for for wanting to help and it means a lot to us. And I wanted to say there there are many, many ways that you can help besides volunteering. Um I have giving you guys a lot of information as far as like what you guys can do to volunteer and also other ways um, besides the donation of the backpacks. Many of you guys want to know, well, what else can you do to help? Well, certain things that we were lacking last year were, and this is where fidelity is important with the backpacks and adhering to the items that are listed on the flyer Um for the backpacks, it's, it's extremely important to stick to the items listed because we don't want anybody to have more than the other person. So 
just imagine a kid at Christmas and one kid gets more than the other kid and one's crying. You know, it makes you feel bad. So you, you want to stick to the same thing. Um, so that's why on the list of items we have, you know, socks, winter cap, gloves, lotion or sunblock, $5 gift card from a fast food store of your choice or a convenience store or a grocery store. Convenience store meaning, you know, Circle K, AMPM, uh, QT, uh, snacks, and uh, water bottle. And going back to the snacks, these snacks, we want them to be uh, teeth friendly. Uh, it was hard for some people to chew last year on um, crunchy granola bars or a bag of like planters peanuts. It, it was it was hard because I know when I was passing out some leftover backpacks last year, I gave a couple backpacks away that had uh, trail mix in it, and they could eat the raisins but not the peanuts in it because it was too hard for them to chew. So just to keep those things in mind, you know, the cereal bars, the soft cereal bars were easy to eat, or um, instant oatmeal packets that you could mix with warm water were were really appreciated. Um, the ramen noodle instant soup that you could heat, add water to, um, they were very appreciated. Uh, the, this is, this is feedback that I got from a lot of the folks that received the backpacks. Uh, pop top soup cans, uh, because some people don't have access to a can opener. So, um, just, just some things to, to think about as you're picking out your snacks. The cheese crackers, things that were high in protein, um, peanut butter cups, the single serving peanut butter cups with crackers, uh, things of that nature. So things that we were missing last year, we had a bunch of backpacks that were donated last year that were missing the $5 gift cards that we ended up having to at the end so that the, all the backpacks would be the same. We ended up having to pitch in a lot of our money to to go purchase $5 gift cards at the end um, that you could help out with, if you would, is the $5 gift cards to the convenience grocery stores or fast food places. That would be very, very helpful. Um, another thing is I just want to ask you again to please, please challenge your coworkers, your students, your roommates. Come on, guys. You know, I know we can do it. We can really, really, really raise awareness on our community. Um, I know this isn't going to solve the problem of homelessness here in Tucson, but it will increase awareness. This is really a good chance for us to give back and um, just to really help out and, and really bring us together as a community, do something together. Uh, that's what it's about, just everybody getting together and doing something um it makes us feel good. So one thing that we do want to do this upcoming year, as soon as this is over, because, I mean, this is really, really uh, takes a lot of time and effort to plan something like this. Um, the beginning of February, we'll, we will be planning for next year's event. We already have a meeting set up, so we're going to plan um, the beginning, the first week of February, we will start planning for next year's event for the 2016 Homeless Backpack Challenge. Yes, guys, there will be a third annual Backpack Challenge. 
And, um, but we were, we are wanting to increase our membership for the Carlos Figueroa Foundation and getting you more involved in getting volunteers. And next year for the All Souls procession, if you check out our page, did you see how fabulous those photos are? Did you see us out there with those placards and everybody holding up a sign for somebody who passed away on the streets, holding up a sign? of a person that died on the streets and we were holding up their name and we had t-shirts on with names of people who died on the streets, the unmournable bodies. And we want to have you guys participate in that with us next year. And we want to have a huge float out there next year for the All Souls procession. And we got to walk across that stage this year in front of tens of thousands of people. And it was powerful. So we look forward to doing that with you all this upcoming year. So stay tuned. We thank you all very, very much for your hard work, for challenging your friends, and for being a part of this with us. And I know this may be redundant, and it's something that I always say in every interview, whether it's in the newspaper, it's in the front of a camera, if it's on the radio, that... um Remember to look at the person in their eyes, look up from your phone, don't look down at the ground, don't try to avoid them. They are a soul just like you and I are. They have a spirit that is somebody's child, that is somebody's mother, that is somebody's father, that is somebody's brother, somebody's sister, somebody's son, somebody's daughter, somebody's friend. That person was held in somebody's arms as a baby at one time. So remember that that is a human being just like you and I, and you don't know what their story is. So please, please, please don't pass judgment on that person. You don't know what their story is. And any one of us could end up like that. I mean, we don't know what their story is. So please, please, please don't look down at the ground. Look up at them and just look into their eyes and just acknowledge their existence. That's all we're asking. Thank you again very much, and challenge your friends, guys. We can do this, and we will see you all on December 5th. And uh, many of you may uh, wonder what is the importance of this. The importance of this, as and, and I'll reflect on some of what Diana mentioned here, is that the homeless does not normally get mainstream recognition. They do not get recognition of their, of their humanity, of being a person. Uh, and so the 2015 Homeless Backpack Challenge gives many homeless people that recognition that there are many people, caring, compassionate people in Tucson that want to help them and assist them as well as they can. Sides, you know, you never know. Just think about it. You never know among that those homeless individuals that are sleeping under a bridge, in a cardboard, under inclement weather, Okay, people, uh, homeless people that, uh, you have, some of you, not all of you, of course, may have turned your head away from when you walked past, okay, or maybe looked through when you worked, walked past. One of those people may have a cure for cancer. Think about that. Uh, one of those people, uh, may have some sort of cure for some other malady that, uh, uh, that our race, our, our humans are heir to. Okay, so you never know who is who or who is going to be who. 
Thank you for listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. Our guests today were Diana Figueroa and Ron Austin from the Carlos G. Figueroa Foundation. Uh, you can check out more about them on their website, uh, the Carlos G. Figueroa website, as well as their Facebook page and the 2015 Homeless Backpack uh, Challenge event on Facebook as well for everything you need to know, the drop-off locations, ways that you can volunteer.